Welcome everyone to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Lawrence Van Beek. Yes, as said with quiet authority. Yes, yes. I didn't need to say doctor because I said it's Lawrence. Ass- it's assumed. Yeah, <laughs> it's assumed. <laughs> and I will make an ass of you. And me. <laughs> uh, folks, it's good to be back with you. Uh, my friend, this week, we're going to step into more adventures of Nehemiah, but especially Nehemiah 9 and 10, right? Yeah. And so, so the last, the, our last time was, um, we did, we did six and seven, but, but two times ago or three times ago, we did eight. And then two times ago, we, we just did the wrong book altogether. So, <laughs> so we're, we're actually picking it back up. So now we're back on track and, yeah. um, and we're we're into Nehemiah Nehemiah nine, which is which is oddly similar to Ezra nine as it turns out. But what you're going to find today, Steve, is that uh, is Nehemiah did his sermon in chapter eight, mm-hmm. and now um, as a result of that, Israel is going to confess their sins before God, and they're actually going to do kind of. A thing that the Jewish people like to do, and that's a, a quick historical look at the major events of Judaism hmm. um, and, and the way that, that God has helped them and that they've turned against God. And they're, hmm. they're, they're going to talk about all of the places that that happened. And so, so chapter 9 is Israel confessing their sin before God, which is maybe something we all should do so, from time to time. Yeah. Oh, so true. Yeah. All right, folks, let's jump in. Chapter 9, verse 1. On the 24th day of the same month, the Israelites gathered together, fasting and wearing sackcloth, and putting dust on their heads. Those of Israelite descent had separated themselves from all foreigners. They stood in their places. Okay, let me just stop us there. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry I keep jumping in. Like no, this. no, by all means, please do. Um, so that's that's normal. a normal form of mourning. You'll find that Job does that kind of mourning. Mm-hmm. And this is how they mourned. Um, but when they when it says they separated themselves from all foreigners, remember remember earlier in the book, um, they had discovered that there was there was quite a bit of intermarriage, right? And so now they're saying they had they had, remember they they broke away, and some some stayed married it seemed like, and some some didn't, but they also broke away from from foreigners and foreign ideas. Mm. And we would say, come, come, Jesus, that completely changes. Um, this this joining of, of Jew and Gentile, come, Jesus, um, under 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 Christ is is the way that you're supposed to go forward. Mm-hmm. But at this point in time, um, they there's the community rule that you didn't get involved with with Gentiles in in you know in matters of love in matters of of uh, of wet goods, of you could do commerce, but you didn't do just dry goods, not wet goods, hmm. and and in matters of culture, so so there is quite a separation in the Old Testament, um, orchestrated by God. But remember that other author had said they had done things wrong and they should have been joining together, but but this seems to suggest that what they're doing was correct. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so I'm I'm a little. So I, I just wanted to just want to say that that at this point in time, the Jewish people were to go out to the nations, right? Um, but people were to come back and and become Jews if they wanted to. They could become proselytes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Okay. No, that's good. They stood in their places and confessed their sins. This is verse 
2b if you want folks confessed their sins and the sins of their ancestors they stood where they were and read from the book of the law of the lord their god for a quarter of the day and spent another quarter in confession worshiping the lord their god standing on the stairs of the levites were jeshua bani cadmiel shibana bunny one of my favorite ones <laughs> It's probably not pronounced bunny, but I'm going with that. Uh, I think it's pronounced bunny. Shirbaya, Banai, Kenai, or Kenanai. Well, I don't, whatever. Um, and they cried out with loud voices to the Lord their God. And the Levites, the rest of them, said, Stand up and praise the Lord your God, who is from everlasting to everlasting. Yeah. Mm, we've heard That's that lovely. somewhere before, haven't we? We, we definitely have heard that somewhere before, but I'm also quite impressed that they spent half a day reading the word and the other half uh, praying. Mm -hmm. um, little, little more hardcore than the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure we'd want to spend a quarter of our day uh, hearing the book of the law. Like we can't stand a 10 minute sermon for crying out loud half the time. When is it going to be done? And then another quarter of the day in confession. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't have TVs, you know. <laughs> no electric lights. <laughs> That's right. And, and anyway, I'll let you say what they said before God. No worries. Here, here we are at like verse 5b or something like that. Blessed be your glorious name, and may it be exalted above all blessing and praise. You alone are the God. You made the heavens, even the highest heavens and all their starry host the earth and all that is in it, the seas and all that is in them. You give life to everything, and the multitudes of heaven worship you. Yeah, you, back to Genesis, and now he's going to push on up to Abraham. Yeah, you are the Lord God, this is verse 7, folks, who chose Abram and brought him out of Ur of the Chaldeans and named him Abraham. You found his heart faithful to you. You made a covenant with him to give to his descendants, the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Jebusites, and the Girgashites. Ooh. Nice you, yeah, thanks. For once, I got a few names, right? You have kept your promise because you are righteous. Yeah. So now, now you've got, you're, now you, so you remember you've done Genesis. Now you've done Abraham. And now you're going to go forward to Joshua or Mo, Joshua, Egypt, the Red Sea. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Moving on to the exile, right? Or on to the Exodus, I mean. Yeah. Verse 9 now, folks. You saw the suffering of our ancestors in Egypt. You heard their cry at the Red Sea. You sent signs and wonders against Pharaoh, all against all his officials and all the people of his land. For you knew how arrogantly the Egyptians treated them. You made a name for yourself, which remains to this day. You divided the sea before them, so they passed through it on dry ground. You hurled their pursuers into the depths, like a stone into mighty waters. By day you led them with a pillar of cloud. By night you led them with, with a pillar of fire to give them light on the way they were to take. Total exodus. And then we stay with the exodus a little while longer. Moses, Moses is their best prophet, biggest prophet, remember? Right, exactly. Okay, good point. Uh, verse 13. You came down on Mount Zion. Mount Sinai. You spoke to them from heaven. You gave them regulations and laws that are just and right and decrees and commands that are good. You made known to them your holy Sabbath and gave them commands, decrees and laws for your servant Moses. 
In their hunger, you gave them bread from heaven, and in their thirst, you brought them water from the rock. You told them to go in and take possession of the land that you had sworn with an uplifted hand to give them. Yeah. And this is, by the way, one of the reasons I kind of am comfortable if we say that Moses actually was the author of the first five books. Last part of of, uh, of Deuteronomy, of course, he was already dead, so he didn't write that. But um, but they, they do give him the credit for the law. Right. Unless yep. the law is just the 10. Um, but I, I think it's more than that. I think it's that, that whole piece. I'm still comfortable with JEDP and Graf Wellhausen and all the theories, you know, putting putting the Bible all through different periods of time. Right. But I'm also quite comfortable to think that Moses wrote it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So here, unfortunately, we turn to the after the, the Exodus period. Yeah, after you see all this wonderful stuff. Yes. But they, our ancestors, became arrogant, this is verse 16, and stiff-necked and did not obey your commands. They refused the to way, listen. Yeah. I'm going to let you keep reading, but by the way, this is very much like uh, Peter's sermon in, and Stephen's sermon in the book of Acts. Oh, that's a good tie-in, but yeah, isn't it? Okay. Verse 17. They refused to listen and failed to remember the miracles that you had performed among them. They became stiff-necked and in their rebellion appointed a leader in order to return to their slavery. But you are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Therefore, you did not desert them. Even when they cast for themselves an image of a calf and said, this is our God who brought you up out of Egypt, or when they committed awful blasphemies. Yeah, I still can hardly imagine Aaron Aaron making this golden calf and having them all worship it. That's, it just yeah. blows me away every time. Yeah. Like, yeah. You were there with Moses the whole time. Yeah. And yet, and yet your whole culture kind of led you to led you in that direction. It's weird, eh? And you think how how God did not kill Aaron on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't, or us for that matter. But that's yes, <laughs> yes, yes. All right, yeah. verse 19, folks. Because of your great compassion, you did not abandon them in the wilderness. By day the pillar of God did not fail to guide them on their path nor the pillar of fire by the night to shine on the way they were to take. For you gave your good spirit to instruct them. You did not withhold your manna from their mouths. You gave them water for their thirst. For 40 years you sustained them in the wilderness. They lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out, nor did their feet become swollen. You gave them kingdoms and nations, allotting to them even the, most, even the, mo even the remotest frontiers. They took over the country of Shion, the king of Geshban, in the country of Og, the king, and the country of Og, king of Bashan. Do you remember Og, Stephen? No. I just know Og. that cows come from Bashan. That's how I remember. <laughs> That's right. And Og was known for having an iron bed. Yeah. Why did he have an iron bed? Because iron was worth a lot of money in those days. Okay, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Not because it was super uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he was showing off. He, he's like yeah. a guy that has a gold toilet. No, I have an iron bed. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'd say, why do you have a gold toilet? It's it's not very practical. Or or yeah. a, a gold weapon would be very impractical. Yeah. Like useless, yeah. right? Yes. Um, it's not me because I'm useless at it. But <laughs> no. no, no, you're fine by me. Okay, verse 23, you made their children as numerous as the stars in the sky 
and you brought them into the land that you told their parents to enter and possess. Their children went in and took possession of the land. You subdued before them the Canaanites who lived among who lived in the land, and you gave the Canaanites into their hands along with their king. And the peoples of the land, what happened? I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Let's start that again. Verse 22. Sorry, I was actually on mute there, Roach. So it was probably my reading was especially good that whole time. Um, <laughs> you gave them kingdoms and nations, allotting them to even the most remotest frontiers. They took over the country of Shion, uh, king of uh, Heshbon, and the country of Og, king of Bashan, which where the cows are from. Uh, and you made their children as numerous as the stars in the sky. You brought them into the land that you told their parents to enter and possess. Their children went in and took possession of the land. You subdued before them the Canaanites who lived among the, who lived in the land. You gave the Canaanites into their hands, along with their kings and the peoples of the land, to deal with them as they pleased. They captured fortified cities and fertile land. They took possession of houses filled with all kinds of good things, wells already dug, vineyards, olive groves, and fruit trees in abundance. They ate to the full and were well nourished. They, re they reveled in your great goodness. Yeah, so God brought them into Canaan, um, and it should have been fabulous under Joshua, but... They were people, unfortunately. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the humans got in the way again. Verse 26, they were disobedient and rebelled against you, and they turned their backs against your law, or on your law. They killed your prophets who warned them in order to turn them back to you. They committed awful blasphemies. So you delivered them into the hands of their enemies who oppressed them. And when they were oppressed, they cried out to you. From heaven you heard them, and in your great compassion you gave them deliverers who rescued them from the hand of their enemies. Yeah, so now we're, we're actually kind of in the period of the judges, you know. Okay. And remember the period of the judges were were the sin, sin, slumber, slumber, sin, slumber. I don't know. They, they would sin and then they would, then they would, the God would bring in their enemies on them and then they would, they would cry out to God and he would bring a judge, would deliver them. They'd be okay for a little while. They'd slim. Now the judges, you got to remember is, uh, it's after they came into the land, they were 12 separate tribes and the judges rose up in the different tribes. Mm. So it, it wasn't a united Israel at that time. So it was just, it was just Jephthah helping his tribe and Deborah helping her tribe right. and stuff like that. So well, that's, I'm with that's, you. that's yeah. Okay. And that's what he's talking about here. Okay. Verse 28 then. But as yeah. soon as they were at rest, they did again what was evil in your sight. Then you abandoned them to the hand of their enemies so that they ruled over them. When they cried out to you again, you heard them from heaven and in your compassion, you delivered them time after time verse 29 you warned them in order to turn back to your law but they became arrogant and disobeyed your commands they sinned against your ordinances which you said the person who obeys them will live by them stubbornly they re they turned their backs on you and became stiff-necked and refused to listen for many years you were patient with them by your spirit you warned them through your prophets yet they paid no attention so you gave them into the hands of the neighboring peoples. But in your great mercy, you did not put an end to them or abandon them, for you are a gracious and merciful God. 
Now, therefore, our God, the great God, the mighty and awesome, who keeps his covenant love, his covenant of love, do not let all this hardship seem trifling in your eyes. The hardship that has come on us, on our kings and leaders, on our priests and prophets, on our ancestors and all your people, from the days of the kings of Assyria until today. In all that has happened to us, you have remained righteous. You have acted faithfully, while we have acted wickedly. Our kings, your leaders, our priests, or sorry, our kings, our leaders, our priests, and our ancestors did not follow your law. They did not pay attention to your commands or your stat or the statutes you warned them to keep. Even while they were in their kingdom, enjoying your great goodness to them, in spacious and fertile land you gave them, they did not serve you or turn from their evil ways. Yeah. So now, so he's picked it up and he's and he's he's jumped ahead through the through the period of the kings right to the Assyrian captivivity and then and then he brings it up to today. Yeah. Verse 36. Yeah. Yep. 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 Verse 36 folks. But see, we are slaves today. Slaves in the land you gave our ancestors so they could eat its fruit and the other good things that it produces. Because of our sins, its abundant harvest goes to the kings that you have placed over us. Yeah. They so keep going, keep going. Sorry, Steve. No, no worries at all. They rule over our bodies and our cattle as they please. We are in great distress. Yeah, so even though they're back in Jerusalem, even though they've rebuilt the walls and Nehemiah is there, and it sounds like things are going good, he's still pointing out that they're they're still under Persia, and they're in a sense, they're little more than slaves. Hmm. They actually don't get their nation back until the Maccabean period, which is after Alexander the Great. Uh, Maccabean period is around 200, 250 in that area. Um, and uh, and it's under the Maccabeans that, that they become a nation again for a little while. Which, when we looked that up, Steve, remember we said, when did the Pharisees start? It sounds like Pharisees and Sadducees started around 200, which was the Maccabean period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then to close off this chapter, folks, verse 38. In view of all this, we are making a binding agreement, putting it in writing. And our leaders, our Levites, and our priests are affixing their seals to it. Yeah. So, putting your seals on a on a on a paper agreement or a you know papyri leather agreement um, is is pretty important. And now we're going to get to chapter ten. And ten, I think we can just just look at because it's again a list of of people. These are the ones <clears throat> that yes. they seal. Yeah. Those who sealed it were Nehemiah the governor. Governor. And then it goes through a lot of names. Again. And it lists them. They were a whole bunch of priests. And there's probably what? Uh, maybe 20, 21 different priests there. Then it lists the Levites. Then the leaders of the people. Just and then the rest. of the people. And then the rest of the people, the priests, the Levites, the gatekeepers. This is verse 28, folks. Musicians, temple servants, and all who separated themselves from the neighboring peoples for the sake of the law of God, together with their wives and all their sons and daughters who were able to understand, all those now join their fellow Israelites, the nobles, uh, and bind themselves with a curse and an oath to follow the law of God, given through Moses, the servant of God, and to obey carefully all the commands and the regulations and decrees of our God, of the Lord our God. Yeah, and then so they're and they're not going to give their daughters in marriage, 
And in verse 31, they're not going to buy or sell on the Sabbath. They're going to they're going to honor the Sabbath for a change. You know, mm -hmm. keep it holy. Mm -hmm. And they're going to take out responsibility for carrying out the commands to give a third of a shekel each year to the house of God. Yeah. Maybe to ask you, do we know if this was ever observed, this foregoing the land and canceling all debts? I don't know that, that they did. Um, every seventh year and then every 50th year, you gave back everything and freed the slaves. That's the year of Jubilee. Right. And we know that the Jubilee was important because one of the books written was the book of Jubilees, which breaks Israel's history into 50-year periods. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if they ever actually followed it. They probably followed it a couple of times, yeah. you know, yeah. like right, right here. They're probably the first time they followed it. And then mm -hmm. it gets hard. <laughs> it gets hard to do. <laughs> canceling debts. And when you're talking about canceling debts, you're, you're actually talking about canceling um, uh, debts of, of the Israelite people, not, not, uh, not your, not mm -hmm. foreigners. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think you cancel their debt. And, um, but, but the year of Jubilee is a big year where, where any of the land that you have from people, mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, on the year of Jubilee, you, if, you've, if you've taken their land for, for a payment on the year of Jubilee, you give it back. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I often wonder if, if it's like the 48th year, if you're going like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to accept that because i got to give it back in two years. Like it's, <laughs> You know, but if it's if it's the beginning of Jubilee, yeah, yeah, I got it for fifty years. You know, it's like Hong Kong, right? When when the British had to give it back in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and, like and oh man, hundred years, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, we forgot we got to give it back. This is yeah. <laughs> well, and it sucks, right? Because you know, like a hundred years sounds like a long time, but it, it goes by pretty quick. <laughs> when yeah, you're, when you're building up a country. Anyway, so so. So then they talk about the storehouses and, and, and all of the other stuff they're going to do. And they finish by saying, we will not neglect the house of God. And so then they, they promise to keep up um, the, the temple as well. And that's, that's it mm. for chapter 10. So I think, I think we still have 11 and 12. If we have a quick look, I'm just wondering if we can get a whole, a whole thing out. Yeah, we probably will. When yeah. we come back, we'll do uh, we'll do eleven and twelve. Yeah. Okay. Well, folks, thanks so much for joining us on this, Larry. And I've got one, like he said, one more week, and then we finish off the book of Nehemiah, not Ezra. We've already done Ezra, um, but <laughs> but we'll finish off Nehemiah. Um, and you'll kind of notice that we, you know, maybe uh, we'll uh, pick it up um, just kind of right from there. We, we'll probably do it a, kind of a pretty quick hit that time. But as always, we so appreciate the fact that you join us every week. Again, it's such an honor to do this podcast for y'all. And we hope you enjoy it too. It's fun for us, but we hope it's actually enlightening and good for you too. Until next time, I was Steve. He was Larry. And this was the Amagamary Podcast.